What's going on, world? It's your boy, Sa. Um, and I got a very, very special guest today on my um, third, I think this is the third episode of my Road to Success podcast. Uh, my very close friend, uh, my brother, um, DeAndre Street. Um, for many of you, uh, I just, you know, just introduce him. Um, for many of you that don't know him, uh, me and Street met in college. Uh, we go way back. Our special relationship, man. He was the very first person responsible um, for getting me. Uh, my very first job um, in college, you know, I was a broke college kid. Um, I needed money. And he was, um, uh, he worked at Sonic. And so he, you know, he saw me, you know, working hard uh, through football. And, you know, he was my teammate. And so he saw me, you know, working hard and I had a work ethic. And, you know, he asked me, you know, if I wanted a job. And so, you know, ever since that day, you know, Street gave me that job, provided me with that opportunity to put some money in my pocket while I was a struggling um, college kid. You know, ever since that day, we've been, um, you know, brothers, man. So I'm going to just let him introduce himself and I'm going to let him, you know, talk about who he is and tell his story and let y'all get to know who DeAndre Street is. What's up, world, man? DeAndre Street. Uh, a lot of people just call me Street, D Street, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> uh, like he said, man, uh, just going back a little bit farther than that, uh, I was born in New York, but I uh, grew up most of my life right down on James Island here, out here in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, big into sports, football, basketball, track, uh, whatever it was. I just love to be physical, love physical activity. Had an opportunity to go and play college football with Charleston Southern University. That's where I met my boy, Cy. And like he said, we've been tight ever since. Just workaholic. Great guy, if you can't tell by hearing him speak. I mean, his work is unmatched. I appreciate that. That's 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 an honor, man. (laughs) And um and, and that really rubbed off on me, you know, whether he realizes it or not. Uh, like he said, we were working at Sonic. We were almost in competition. You know, a lot of people, lot of people think it's foolish. Like, man, oh, man, you flipping burgers. Dog, we was going to be the best burger flippers in there. <laughs> hey, don't get, hey, don't get started. Don't get started too early, man. <laughs> don't get started. We're going to get there. He's trying to get there too fast. We're going to get there. But, um. Yeah, man. Um, for uh, many of you who don't know, I didn't um say this part. Well, Street on uh, the work that Street do right now, he's um, you know, he does video production. He has his own company, um, Street Clips Production, which I believe, in my eyes, is going to be a um truly, truly successful um brand because number one, I believe in Street and I believe in um the person that he is and the work ethic that he has, and also number two. I know who Street is. I know, you know, if he put something, if he put his mind to something, you know, whatever it is, he gonna uh, like he told you. We was working in Sonic, like it was the same. It was the same thing. We was flipping them burgers and making them fries. Like I know if he put his mind to something, he gonna stay um dedicated to it. So I just wanna, um, you know, pose the question to Street, um, because you know Street started off as teaching, um, and he realized that you know that teaching wasn't necessarily, you know, what he wanted to, you know, do all his life. And, and, and he realized that it wasn't his calling. So I just want to ask you street, uh, what, you know, what, um, uh, well, first and foremost, I just want you to introduce like your brand. You can talk more about your brand and like what you stand for, uh, uh with your company. Yeah. So, uh, uh, street clips productions, uh, production company based out of Charleston, South Carolina. That's S T R E A T. <laughs> productions yeah you know i gotta you know y'all <laughs> you can find me on instagram facebook youtube everything but kind of where we started was um like he said i was teaching i was coaching basketball and uh you know i went my whole life without ever knowing i had a passion for the camera you know a parent sent me some video clips and i used to do my own highlight tapes in high school so i knew how to mess with the editing a little bit and, uh, you know, I ended up getting a little camera, got started doing sports clips. It started taking off. And, um, you know, a little while after that, I just kind of realized, you know, hey, man, I'm really good at this. I really have a passion for this. So now we worked into all areas. We do everything from weddings, uh, event videography, still down to sports, business commercials, anything like that. And uh, what we stand for as a company Um, I like to capture compelling moments and I want to tell your story in a creative way. But what a lot of people don't realize is I don't want to capture the story as a scene with the human eye because it's boring. The the goal is my world. 
when you step into my editing software. So my goal is that for whoever's watching your event, I want it to look better than real life. I want them to be like, dang, man, I wish I was there. Yo, that's crazy. You know? So you talked about, um, you, you, you mentioned, um, you know, you, you didn't know that, you know, you had a passion and a calling. Um, can you speak a little bit more about that for the people, man? Because like, you know, you was an athlete and I'm pretty sure that, you know, you were, and for those of y'all that don't know, you know, I, I'm not trying to be funny. He, he's a pretty big guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not your average side. Like he's a pretty big guy. Um, so I'm pretty sure that there was, um, you know, those aspirations to go to the NFL. And, um, you know, like me, like, you know, similar story. Like, where did that, um, where did that, you know, connection come from when you realized that, hey, like, you know, God put you on this earth to do something bigger than just, you know, be on the football field. And, and, and he's showing you that through, you know, video production. Like, can you hit, hint more on, you know, how you truly found, you know, your passion and how, how God really spoke to you through, like, uh, a video production? Yes. Yeah, so it's actually um... – it's a funny story. So I realized I wasn't going to the NFL a lot sooner than a lot of guys. And that's not to talk down about anybody. But, you know, there's a lot of guys, they five, six years out of college and they're still chasing that dream. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's right. what you believe God has for you, more power to you. But um, those of you who played with me <laughs> and anybody who's probably seen any one of my games can tell you I was very injury prone. I had three shoulder surgeries my first one when I was 16 years old. And so at that moment, as a high school kid, I already knew, you know, I can remember watching, um, man, I think it was Terrell Suggs. I can't remember which one of those guys. No, man, it was the guy for the Cowboys. He used to play a stand-up defensive end. I can't even remember his name, but I can remember watching that guy and he, you know, he's going in to make a play and his shoulder popping out and he got to go back on the sideline and pop it back in and try to get back in. And I'm like, Oh, do you want that to be you? So I realized at a young age that maybe the NFL wasn't quite for me. Um, and so I still wanted to play in college. I still wanted the experience, but I was leaning more towards teaching, coaching, uh, because I thought that was my passion. However, I came to find out after teaching, and I only taught for a year, for those of y'all that don't know. Um, I came to realize that it wasn't teaching that I was in love with. It was the mentoring, the mentorship of young boys. And I realized that I don't have to be a teacher to do that. I have many young boys that are that I mentor right now. I actually had one of my mentees with me today, you know, out filming, eight years old, out making money, learning a craft. And where video production kind of came in was I realized that, you know, a lot of the best moments that I look back at uh, I see them as montages and it's kind of a weird way. They say creatives are weird people, but I don't remember things like, like the rest of y'all might remember them kind of in chronological order. I see like a montage to my favorite music of whatever was happening. And I thought about, it, I was like, man, I've always been like that. And so out of that came a passion for being able to create those montages for people. I want to take your favorite music and I want to take all the best moments and just turn it into an amazing memory. Nice. So where um so so where along in your journey um you know you know teaching you know you say you taught for a year where in your journey that you know you realize like hey it's not teaching that I love it's 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 the mentoring like so so what I, I guess what I'm hitting at is where in that teaching phase like when you was teaching like because I know like I know cuz I, I I've subbed before like I know mm-hmm. in um you know in those um uh, in those teaching days, like you know what I'm saying, it's tough, man. Like it's tough, like eight, nine hours with those kids, you know what I'm saying? Because you you're more than just a teacher. You're actually, you know, some some teachers are father figures, some teachers are, are and like you said, mentors, um coaches, like some of these people, like some kids go to schools and they teachers like feed them and everything. Some of those cats ain't eating at home. So like where in that, you know, where in that phase you know, that you realize, like, you know what I'm saying, I want to do something bigger than, you know, and, and you know, it's no knock to teaching, like, but where in that phase of teaching, you realize that you wanted to do something bigger and um take that jump and take that risk on yourself, because that's what I'm ultimately trying to get at. Like, what what what, what motivated you and inspired you to take that jump, um, to quit your job from teaching um, and to take, a, take that jump to um, starting your entrepreneurship journey? 
Well, and that's a great question. To kind of hit on the first part where you said, uh, what made me realize it was, you know, it got to the point where I was actually dreading going to work and I couldn't figure it out because I love the kids. Like, I, I love the students. I have students that I still keep in touch with. I have students that follow my business pages on social media. Um, I have students that I still hang out with from time to time, maybe play mm-hmm. basketball. And um, so I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why am I dreading going to work? And yet the only thing that I loved about work after a certain point was coaching basketball. I loved it. I didn't even get paid to coach basketball. I volunteered and started the program at the school and I loved every second of it. And so I was like, what is the difference between this and that? And I came to realize that when I was teaching, I was stuck within a system where I was told what to do. And I'm not knocking anybody who... Like, hey, you know, do what you have to do. Or if you if you enjoy those systems, if you enjoy those things, stick with it. But for me, I started to realize that with basketball, because I founded the program, I was basically an AD and a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. I could do whatever I wanted. And I started to realize that what I liked about it was I had complete control over my own schedule to an extent. And um I realized that with teaching, there's deadlines and there's this. And, well, maybe I want to teach something this way, but the state law says I need to do this. And I just came to realize that if I, if what I really love is the mentorship and I can still do that even more so now because I have a lot more free time now that I work for myself, I started thinking, man, is it really worth it? And then uh, I'm sure most of y'all have heard the jokes about you know, teachers being underpaid. Well, I assure you that in the state of South Carolina, especially, it's it's not a joke. I thought it was a joke. It's not a joke. Um, So I was already thinking to myself, man, I can make more money working for myself. I can still mentor young, young kids, which is what I want to do. Um, And now I have this newfound passion. The only thing holding me back was what holds a lot of people back is that, that security you know, that health insurance, that, that, that check that you know is coming no matter what. And, you know, I fought with it. I struggled with it. Uh, I prayed a lot. You know, my wife, she really helped me out. She encouraged me to take that jump. And finally, I woke up one day. It was, it was a split decision. It went down to the last minute. It was about two months ago. I woke up one day and I said, I'm just going to go for it. I have no kids. I'm young. Uh, now is the time. I'm just going to go for it. And if it doesn't work, at least I'll be able to say I tried. And I'm very blessed to say that, you know, when I put all my faith in God, I didn't know where that next check was coming from, but put my faith in God. And now uh, only two months in being full time, I already have a very successful company and we're only on the rise. Thanks, bro. And I want you to like, because I feel like, I feel like today's society, I feel like, um, um, like especially like us uh, millennials, man. Um, you know us in our early twenties. I feel like you know us taking a chance on ourselves right now because like we don't have nothing to lose. Like we don't have no responsibility. Um, like we don't have no kids. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's our duty to you know take that chance and take that risk on ourselves because you know and and, and you said it. Uh, men street. You know for some of y'all that don't know, men street talk every day. Like us hopping on and doing this podcast, like this just a natural conversation. Like this, this is a natural, authentic conversation. Like we have these talks literally every day. And so, you know, one of the things that you said the other day, uh, I, I forgot it. Uh, you said something about people ask, um, how can I fail? Mm. Um, but you asked, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, yeah. Said, um, I said, I said, I remember because I was actually, I was out walking and we were talking and I said, man, I, I don't see a way I can fail. I said, so many people are scared to jump and they ask, you know, how can I succeed? But with me, I I have so much faith in God and the the mission that he has me on. I ask, how can I fail? Like, I don't see, I don't see a way that I won't succeed. That's deep because I feel, I I just personally feel like, you know what I'm saying? If you got that, um, if you got that, that, that confidence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just made up a word, God and confidence together. If you got that confidence in yourself, um, you know that anything that you took, and, and it's not an arrogance, it's not a thing of arrogance. It's a sense of, you know, just, just believing in yourself, um, and most importantly, and believing in the man upstairs to know that, 
you know what I'm saying, things are going to work out. Like, if you take this jump on your dreams and goals, if that's the life that you say that you really want, like, it's, it, it has to work out. Either it's going to work out or it's going to work out. Like, it ain't no... Um, uh, or you going to quit. <laughs> like, like, facts, bro, it's, 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 not no, uh, it's not no plan B or no second chances. Like, you got one life. And by you saying... Uh, you know what I'm saying? You you taking a chance on your life on, on yourself. I feel like that's the biggest thing, bro, because it's like it's so many individuals out there like now. Um 30 olds, 40 olds, 50 olds, um, that's living in um, you know, j- j- just stuck in like, you know, could have been or what if or I should have did this, I should have did that simply because they wouldn't take the chance on themselves in their early twenties. And I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, us being um as young as we are. And people listening to this podcast, um, you know what I'm saying? It, we ain't got no other choice but to take a chance on ourselves. Like, ain't nobody else going to take Exactly. And can I just say something real quick about Back, God? Like, yeah. what people don't understand yeah. is God is going to answer your prayers, but it's not going to be in the way that you thought. People are not willing to work. So, like, yeah. I asked God, man, I remember it was so crazy. I was like, man, I, I need a class. I need a mentor. I need a master class. I found the perfect class online. Uh, and I, actually, I told you about it when it happened. You know, a guy wow. I knew on YouTube. I was right. like, man, I really like this guy's class. I like it's calling me. I need it. And it's already helped me so much. And it went on sale for one day only. Price dropped in half. The day before that happened, God gave me a test. I was supposed to have a regular chill day, one event, you know, whatever. My business partner, photographer that I walk, uh, that I work with, uh, Katrina S. Crawford Photography. I got to shout her out. Check my dog out, too. She's done. <laughs> you know, she called me up in the morning. She said, hey, you know, uh, change of plans. We got two gigs. It's X amount of money. Can you do it? Man, I ain't even blink before I say, yeah. I said, oh, yeah, what's good? What's up? OK, well, you got to be here in an hour, though. OK, bet. Let's go. Let's go. I hopped up and I did what I had to do. And then the next day, that exact money was used to get that class. And I feel as though a lot of people, I say that to say, like, dudes, dudes will, will will really pray to God and say, man, God, I got to pay this bill. I need $500. And then an opportunity drops in their lap. It might not be an easy opportunity. You know, it might be, oh, hey, man, uh, yo, I need somebody to take me to uh, Atlanta tonight. You know, six hour trip. You got to get up and go to work the next day. But dude is going to pay you that 500 that you need. But are you going to take the opportunity? Are you going to answer the call that God has given to you? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they just think, oh, well, it didn't work out. Well, how much work did you put into it? My company didn't become successful overnight. You know, there's many nights where I'm up from, you know, 10 till 5 in the morning, just working, working, working. And I take a nap and I get up and I go film again because I know that I have a mission. I don't need to sleep that much you know i might get a full night's rest one night out the week i can sleep on the yacht (laughs) and there's somebody it's Uh it's, and and there's somebody and there's somebody out there um um, today like they value uh and and, and, you know i'm not knocking anybody and what they do in their life but there's somebody out there that's that's gonna listen to this podcast that values sleep more than they do um working on their craft. It's kind of like uh man, like I try to tell these um it's, it's I try to tell these student athletes all the time because they're always talking about they're tired. Um you you they, they, you gotta make them work out. You gotta make them uh do you gotta make them uh put in extra work. And I tell them all the time it's like if somebody gotta make you uh if 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 literally some if your coach gotta force you to work on your craft, then you really don't want to be that good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I personally, bro, I'm not bragging, but like, you know, when I've been in school, I played ball, working on my business, working on my brand. Nobody has ever had to, um, 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 make me, um, go and work hard. Like that, 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 that dog, like that should already be instilled within you. Like, can't nobody give you that. Like, you gotta, you gotta be either born with that, you gotta either gain it, or, 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 or you just ain't got it. But you know what, though? And sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but I just I know how how you and me operate. See, you don't got me started now. <laughs> like, that's it. That's why we, that's why we here. You that's know, why we here. A, a lot of people don't realize, man, it's that it's that hunger. It's that like I don't and everybody's not going to have the same sad backstory. It is what it is. But you got to find that drive from somewhere, man. I grew up in a single parent household. Like, you know, the story. 
lights on and all. Get on that. Get on that. Go there. And I don't. <laughs> come on, man. Doing homework. Candlelight. You know what I'm saying? I had times where we took jugs of water, went to the neighbor house, <laughs> filled it up with the spigot. You know what I'm saying? And took it back home and boiled it so I could stand in the tub and wash off. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't had nights where I went to sleep crying because I was hungry. And I just woke up one day and I said, yo, I will never be hungry again once I can control it. Like I woke up and I said, dog, I, I came from that kind of background and just through work ethic alone, I have a college, I have a bachelor's degree. You know what I'm saying? I own my own business. I was able, I took my wife out to Greenville, South Carolina and jumped that, jumped through a waterfall into 50 feet of water this past weekend. You know what I'm saying? And all of that comes from that hunger, that drive. People say, man, how do you have that energy? You, you don't need to sleep. Sleep, dog. I used to I used to lay awake at night hungry. I'm not I'm not gonna ever be hungry again. You gotta excuse me if the Geechee come out now. Dog, I'm not gonna ever be hungry again. You feel me? Yeah, and, and do you think like because I, I I talked about it um in last week's podcast for um shout out to those of y'all that listen. Um, I, I just talked about having that appetite, man. Having that that desire, that will to 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 want it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, do you think the things that you have seen, like in your life and in your past, do you think that that's the biggest um driving factor um for for you being who you are? Because for me personally, like you know, what I'm saying my biological father never been present in my life. My um my family. Um, nobody, you know, nobody didn't go to college in my neighborhood, period. Um, like pe- the, the the neighborhood I come from, people not making it out of there. Like people getting shot at, people are on drugs at the age of 10. Like I was one of them. And so do you think like the stuff that um you seen um is what makes you like that hungry? Because that stuff that I saw growing up, man, and that stuff that that's still going on in my hood that I grew up in, like it motivates me each and every day. You know, every day I wake up, like, that's chasing me to not go back to that life. So do you think, like, you have that same feeling? And do you think that, that that's what's pushing you to be so successful with your, uh, not even just with your business, man, with your life, like, with your life, period? I say I say yes, but for me, it's, it's twofold because uh, there's two things, man. I'm, one, I'm running away from uh, that feeling, that feeling of, like I said, that feeling of, man, I was hungry, that feeling of, man, I was... I was scared and it's not anybody's fault. You know, I don't like to put a business out there, but you know, my mother had a disability. It's not her fault. I don't blame her. You know what I'm saying? Most of that time that we spent struggling, um, she couldn't get a job and the government wasn't helping us with disability because they were, you know, they fight as hard as they can not to give you the money. So it's not anybody's fault that I had to go through that necessarily. But I fight because I want to get away from that. I want a better life for my mother. Um, But I'm also running towards something. You know, I met the woman of my dreams two years ago. And when I think about how much she's done for me, you know, when she met me, I was still a broke college student and she was already teaching. She put everything on the line. I'm talking, you know, my wife emptied out her savings, making sure that I had everything I needed to get through college. And she took a chance. And so I told her, you will never want for anything. And so now I'm running towards that life that we want and I have no choice but to put up or shut up. Like, and the way that I see it, I tell you this every time we talk, there's only two options for me. You know, people laugh at 50 Cent because he said, get rich or die trying. That That's it. There's only two options. Either I'm going to become what I want to become. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be wealthy and I'm going to have the life that I want. I'm going to die before right. I get there because I'm not going <laughs> You know, quitting is not an option. Failure is not an option. So you hit. So you hit it on. Um, you hit on. Um, I'm, I'm talking about wealth and talking about. Uh, you know, your finances and, and, and it is important. So I just want to pose the question to you. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I started this part, why I named this podcast "Road to Success," because um, we all on the road, like we all on the journey, we all on the destination, um, that we want to get to. Um, even if we may think we have the lives that we want, um, there's always, you know, a next step that we want to get to. So I just want to pose a question like you you talked about money and everything. Um, so I just want to pose a question of do you think like um, success, do you think success is defined as like just money or do you think is um, 
um, um, happiness and freedom. Because for me personally, like I think, I personally think that, you know, success is more than just money. I think it's more than just one thing. Like you got to have a successful re- relationship with God, most importantly, um, successful relationships with other people, um, successful in your health. Like I think it's more than just money. But um, do you think like when, when you hear the word success, because I know like this generation, um, I, I, I know that the generation that we living in, like I know a lot of people like are, are chasing a, a dollar amount. So do you feel like like success is is money or do you feel like freedom? So um, it's kind of a uh, anybody who knows me know I can never give a simple answer. I know that's why you asked me on here because <laughs> you that's, know for that's me why I love you. that's why I love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because for me it's not a straightforward answer. The answer is yes and no, but here's why. So for me. Um, I define success as freedom. I realized that about myself. Like I said, I couldn't be in somebody's system. I couldn't have a boss. I couldn't go through what I went through in life just to have somebody who I feel that I can outperform in any area telling me what to do due to years of experience. And so freedom is freedom is the ultimate for me. I want to be as free as possible. I want to be able to, if it's a Wednesday evening and you know, I have nothing on my schedule and I feel like going, you know, to Miami to jump in the water. I want to be able to grab my wife and say, yo, let's catch a plane. We're going to jump in the water. And so I think that success is defined as freedom. But here's the catch, though. The catch is people always say money doesn't buy happiness, but money directly correlates to your freedom. You know, a lot of people and and people will say it doesn't. But correct me if I'm wrong, you know. If I was to call most people on a Wednesday, you know, at, at 12 o'clock um, and say, hey, do you want to go to Miami and jump in the water with me? Most of them would probably not even answer their phone or they would say, no, I'm where I'm at work. So then the next question is, OK, well, why are you at work? Well, because I need money to pay my bills. OK. And so therefore, if you had the money to not be at work, you wouldn't be you would be doing what you want to do with that free time. So therefore money and freedom are directly correlated. So do I necessarily think that money equals success? Not necessarily. You can have a very fulfilled life without it, but I think that for my purposes, money is definitely necessary because I can't have the freedom that I want. I can't help the young boys that I mentor the way that I want without the currency to do so and also the free time to be able to move as I please. Nice, bro. And do you think, like, um, because I know you spoke on, like, you know what I'm saying, you know, having a love for doing uh, what you do. Um, I, 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 I say all the time, like, um, w- would you do, uh, like, what you're doing, you know, if money wasn't involved? Because I feel like that, that truly shows if you if you really love something. Because for me personally, like, if I, if I wasn't getting paid to speak or if I wasn't getting paid to uh, train these athletes, I, I would still do it simply because I, I love, uh, you know, doing that type of work. Like I truly love and have an extreme passion um, for working out with athletes, for speaking to student athletes, for speaking to kids. Like I, I love doing that work. And one of the reasons why I ask that is because like, uh, do you feel like you can be, um, do you feel like you can be successful if you don't, um, if you don't make, you know, that dollar amount that you have, you know, in, in your mind or, or, or not even just you. I'm just posing uh, a general question. You know what I mean? And see, and, you know, you hitting on something as always, man. Uh, a great man that I know named Sire Davis <laughs> once said, man, do what you love and that money is going to come. Um, and so I feel like that's almost a trick question, because if you love it and you do it <laughs> with all your heart and it's really what God has planned for you, God going to make sure you get paid to do that thing. And question to me you said you know what i do it if i wasn't getting paid i say yes and the proof is in the pudding because when i first fell in love with videography man i would do stuff for free i'll do stuff for twenty dollars fifty dollars true story i went to tennessee a year and a half ago man i went i traveled to tennessee for five days basketball team you feel me i traveled i traveled to tennessee for four for five days with a fourth grade basketball team for like <laughs> it was like $80, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I did that one because I was trying to build something 
Um, and, you know, he was giving me an opportunity to do so. So, of course, I took it. But two, because I loved it, man. I, man, everything that I do is like that right there was everything I wanted into one. I told you I love sports. I love mentoring young boys. Some of the boys on that team were actually former students of mine. So just to get to go out there and hang out with those kids, man, watch them fight for a championship, film and document the moment for them. And funny enough, a lot of people would be like, man, you crazy, man. You try Tennessee, where we went from where I'm at in Charleston, South Carolina is 10 hours away. Um, and people say, man, you went 10 hours for $80. Well, if you only knew the amount of business that came out of that weekend because of the products that I produce, not only that, but the connections that I made, the network, nice. you know, the people that got to see me and, and see my work. So, yes, you have to be willing to do it for no money or it's not going to work. You got to start somewhere. So what do you say to that person? Um, because, man, I know a lot of people, man, like, and, you know, I, I feel like what you just said, you're going to help a lot of people with that. Like, because I know a lot of my peers, um, girls, boys, men, women, like I know a lot of the people that I talk to and have conversations with, um, you know, they talk about their life is not where they want it to be. And they talking about money. They ain't making the bread that they want to make. They not, you know what I'm saying? So what do you say to that person that's, um, you know, right now they, they going hard and they, and they, and they grind and they business, they trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Every, I feel like everybody is, is, is quote unquote, trying to figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what I feel like, you know, we should name society, figure it out society because everybody's trying to figure it out. So what do you say to that person, man, that's going hard and, you know, they not making the bread that, um, that, that, that they want to make right now? What would you say to that? Like some general motivation, like what would you say to them? Hey, what I have to say to that, I'm going I'm to go ahead and quote our old strength coach at uh, from Charleston Southern, Coach Chad Scott. I'm going to say figure it out. I'm going to say stop trying <laughs> to figure it out and figure it out because I'm going to tell you, there where there's a will, there's a way. Man, mm -hmm. when I first started, I had no, like dog, I was using iPhone pictures that parents were sending me and iPhone videos to make videos for absolutely no money. And then I got a credit card, my first ever credit card that I got approved for. It only had $500 on it. I, maxed that, I maxed that joint out to get my camera. <laughs> I knew where you was going with that, bro. I knew where yeah, you was like, going with it, bro. Well, what I'm getting at is, man, and I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha, man. Excuses are tools of incompetence used to build uh -oh. monuments of nothingness. No one specializes in them, seldom on anything. So therefore, there are no excuses. Dog, if you want to find a way you're going to find a way. Like, stop making excuses. If if your excuse is you're not making enough money, dog, go find a way to make more money. My wife has more money than she made teaching doing Uber Eats. Mm. Uber and you like, oh man, you know, you going, you somewhere with that one, bro? Because like, it's it's it's, it's somebody out there that's listening. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't have enough, and, and not even, and, and I open your minds. It's not even just about money. It's somebody out there. Um, I don't have I don't have enough time to work out. I don't have enough enough time to um, go to church and get my spiritual life right. I don't have enough time to uh, save money. I don't have enough. I, whatever it is, it's somebody out there that got way more excuses than you got solution. You, and, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say what, that though? again, bro. But you, but you say, know what? Though? Say, go ahead. I'm gonna, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna say I gotta I gotta and I gotta shout you out on this one. What those people need to hear is to change your mindset. And my, my boy Sayer helped me to change my mindset because when you talk to this dude, the way that his energy operates is that he doesn't ever say, most people say, man, I don't have enough time. When I get on the phone with Sayer, this dude says, oh man, they done messed up street. I got too much time. And now I change my mindset. I operate with that. Like I attack the day, like people attacking the day, like, Man, I only got eight more yeah, hours. Drowsy, I attack it like, dog, I got eight hours. You know what I'm about to do in these eight hours? It's drowsy, bro. Oh, and and what, what, what you say, like, what do you say to, uh, that? because I, I feel like it's an energy thing, bro. Like, like literally, like, you got to put energy on your life, bro. Like, you got to speak, you got to speak that energy on your life. Like, you can't be, like, people pick at me. And, 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 and get upset with me because I'm so energetic, bro. And I tell them all the time, that ain't me. That's God. Like, that, that energy that you, that, that walking, like, light that you see with me, that ain't me. That's God. Because I take, and, and I hint it back to, uh, you know, I always hint it back to, this. like, I'm not supposed to be here. 
I'm I'm literally not supposed to be walking the face of this earth today. Like I, I supposed to be in jail or I supposed to be locked or, or dead somewhere. That's at least that's what um the statistic told me. Mm-hmm. And so like people pe- people get on to me about having this energy, but you gotta have like you you are uh, uh what you speak of yourself, and, and what you speak of yourself is it, what you think God think about you. Like if you telling yourself like negative stuff, or or you telling yourself. Um, stuff that you know that that you know ain't real about yourself and about your life. That that stuff that you speak in, um, that you think that God think about you and God don't think no bad stuff about you. God think positive and powerful things of all of us. And so that's that, I, I feel like it's an energy thing, man. So what do you think? Like that energy, uh, that that energy and excitement comes from uh, with you and your in your life, man. Um. I think kind of like kind of like I said earlier, you have to find that one thing that makes you want to push and makes you want to drive and you have to really go after it because whether you're religious or not, you know, um, I know the way that my God operates. And when you say you want that thing and you pray for that thing, he's going to test you and, and see if you really want that thing as bad as you said as you want it. And so I look at it. A lot of people. When they face adversity, they get discouraged. They start to shut down. But me personally, when I face adversity, I get excited because I always remember that, you know, um, the night is darkest just before the dawn. And what that means is, like like they say, um, the calm before the storm, all that, whatever it is, things are going to get worse before they get better. And so when thing, when the devil sees you moving, and he sees you getting to that next level, getting to that goal, he's going to try to slow you down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then on a whole nother level than that, God is going to test you. It's, it's a trial. You know, and, and and man, I listened to a powerful sermon um, just a few weeks ago. My guy said, um, Pastor Travis Green um, out in Columbia, my guy said, you know, God is aware of the devil's presence and oftentimes he uses the devil for your benefit. There's a reason why he doesn't stop the devil from putting that thing in front of you because it's multi-layered. The devil is trying to stop you because you're getting to that success, but God doesn't stop him because he wants to see, okay, um, my guy said, you know, he wanted, he he needed to make a thousand dollars. Well, guess what? Uh, I want to see how bad he really wants it. Does he really want it? Or does he just want to say he wants it and he's not going to take the opportunity? There's always an opportunity to, to succeed. It might not be, it might not happen the way that you saw it happening. It might not be as easy as you thought it was going to be. But the question is, are you going to step up to the plate and take that opportunity? Thanks. So uh, just a couple more uh, questions here. Uh, seriously, um, man, you, you throughout this whole podcast, like you have said um, numerous times, that uh God God's gonna test you. God 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 will test you. God like I've heard you say that um at least two or three times on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so can you hint on like can 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 you speak on like what those tests actually do to you? Um because I feel like you know it's somebody out there right now man that's going through life like j- just going like life happened to all of us like ain't none of us like ain't none of us god like life happens to all of us and there's somebody out there you know what i'm saying they might have lost a loved one or 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 they they finances you know might not be where they wanted to be um you know corona you know whatever she got going on um you know somebody might be laid off from their job it's, it's something going on in their life like, what do you say to that person um, how to deal with those tests? Because I, I, I don't look at, you know, I don't look at tests as like, you know, God trying to get at me or the devil trying to get at me. I try not to give the devil none of that credit, bro. I just look at it like God just trying to show me a lesson. So what do you say to that person that is, you know, just mentally like they losing it and they losing their mental capacity sometimes? Because like I say, life tough. Like, what do you say to that person? Um... Uh, um, to develop that mental strength and that mental toughness. So what I say, and I, I'll use my own experience, and I, I'm not going to go into detail, but I told you about it before. I, I went through some really traumatic stuff uh, mentally uh, before, I, right, right when I was about to graduate college, and uh, mm-hmm. man, I almost dropped out. A lot of people don't know that about me. I, I was, you know, inches away from just giving up and dropping out, and 
you know, I got diagnosed with uh, severe anxiety and depression and all that hootie ha, you know, and um, it was really, really hard. It was really hard. But some of the best advice that I got was to, you know, take it one step at a time. I mean, you know, every famous movie has a million quotes. Keep your keep your head. One of my favorite movie movies, um, Friday Night Lights. They said, "Keep your head down and keep your feet moving. Just keep <laughs> keep going. Don't stop." And um, you know, I've learned to kind of um, instead of trying to look at the big picture all the time. And that's not to say that you shouldn't. Sometimes it's good to look at the big picture, but a lot of times when you're facing something that feels larger than life, and that's how I felt at that time. You need to break it down and focus on conquering individual increments. And so for me, um, you know, there was a time where I felt like I couldn't even make it through a class without my mind spacing out. I was really, really out of it. And so for me, it was as simple as, yo, I need to conquer each of these hour and 30 minute courses. And then I need to go home and conquer this work. And so I broke my day up into, you know, you know, hour and a half, two hour segments. And I would focus on just conquering that two hours, conquering that two hours. And by the time you look up, you've conquered a day. Then I do the same thing the next day and the same thing the next day. And now you look up and you conquered a week Then you do it the next week and the next week. And now you look up and you've conquered a month. And as I kept going on, um, I looked up one day and I conquered college and I was at graduation and it seemed insurmountable when I was looking months ahead because I was so close to failing out because of everything I had going on. But when I looked at it as, okay, let me conquer this moment. Let me stop looking so far ahead. Uh, it became a lot easier. Yeah. So, and again, man, and again, like that, that's going to, like you, that, that that's going to free a lot of people up because it's, it's, it's a girl or a boy out there, um, lady or um, male is going to listen to this and be like, yo, like, you know, maybe I might be focusing because sometimes we look so far ahead to where we're trying to go that we don't focus on where we at. And I feel like, and I'm gonna say that again, but we 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 focus because I do it a lot. Like I I, I have to catch myself sometimes, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I I be so caught up in my future and where I want to go and where I know that you know God trying to take me that I that I sometimes miss, um, you know, my 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 day to day blessings. And I might miss my day-to-day lessons, most importantly. And so, uh, just lastly, man, uh, I just want to ask you, um, you know, the, of course, the title is Road to Success, um, to the, uh, Road to Success with um, Sire Davis. I just want to ask you, you know, in five to ten years, uh, you know what I mean, like, where do you see um, yourself? Um, where do you see your brand, um, your life, uh, anything, man? Like, where do you see? Because I, I, I want to be able to, um, and I'm going to do this with all the guests that I bring on. I want to be able to come back five to 10 years from now and replay this episode and be like, yo, you know, that's the reason why I started this podcast. Like it's a role. It's a journey to that success. And I want to be able to say, yo, he put that out in the atmosphere. Okay. He went and accomplished. He went and achieved it. So what do you see yourself in um, five to 10 years? Well, I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you, uh, asked me that. I'm actually going to address both of those individually. Um, it's really interesting for me because I'm turning 25 this year. So <laughs> five years, I'll be 30, 10 years, I'll be 35. And um, I can't say for sure exactly what, what God has in the plans for me, but I know what I'm working towards. And um, whether I get it or I don't get it, I'm going to be grateful that I had a shot to try. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> speak it into existence that it's going to happen five years from now. Um, I'm going to be a millionaire. When I'm 30 years old, I'm going to be a millionaire. That's my goal. Um, That's what I believe that is going to happen with the path that I'm on. And once I hit that benchmark, then I'm going to really, really, really buckle down. And I would hope to be able, my goal is to have enough of a business built up um, in that B quadrant from the four quadrants that they talked about and that I can step away from running the day-to-day operations of my own business and start focusing on investing my money into different places. Because by the time I'm 35, I want my money making money by itself. So 10 years, so five years from now, I'm going to be a millionaire. 10 years from now, um, I'm going to be free. And by free, I mean that um, 
I can spend all the time I want with my family and my kids. We can go wherever we want, do whatever we want, because my money is making money, and I no longer have to work unless I choose to. Absolutely. So, is there any like, um, what's the plans for um, I'm, I'm a lot of y'all man that don't know um street street clips um production man y'all really need to check it out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um with whichever um social media app you own. Uh, some really great quality uh, video production and photography work, man. I know my dog's starting to get into photography work. Um, so what do you see, like, your your company? Like, what, what do you see? Um, what, what do you think is going to be, like, the biggest changes in your company in the next coming uh, five to ten years? Well, well, remember, videography. I don't, I don't do Video, photography. My bad, my bad, my bad. My no, bad. you're fine. That's yeah. uh, confusing people. But I thought you was going into photography. You know what I mean? No, no. That's that's why I partner with my dog because I it, it's the they're two. A lot of people get them mixed up, but they're two very <laughs> separate fields. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> but um, I see my company going in the direction of um. I'll say becoming a massive multimedia uh, platform. And what I mean by that is, you know, I have two different uh, pages, actually. I have my Street Clip Sports page, which is the original one that I started. I told you I started out in sports. And I also have my Street Clips Productions, which those are all my major non-sports productions. And so what I found for sports was that a lot of these boys really really loved my page because it connected all of the athletes around Charleston. And so when I look, you know, they go on there and talk trash to each other. They can go see who got dunked on, you know, who got crossed up and it's local. It's right here. They all get to see it. They love it because it's them. Um, And so when I look at pages like ball is life and, you know, uh, those big pages like that, um, overtime, ball is life, you know, I see that they have that community, but on a larger scale. And so that's the goal for my sports platform. I want it to just be, you know, gigantic everywhere that we travel, everywhere that we go. Uh, I want kids to feel represented. Cause one thing I noticed about those big pages and I can't blame them because that's where they make their money. You know, they, they go where the money's at. They go to, they go to see Mikey Williams. They, you know, they went, they came to South Carolina to see Zion, you know what I'm saying? But they don't, they don't, they don't come here otherwise. And the fact of the matter is we got some talent right down here in the Charleston area that is, uh, is very, very good. It has a lot of potential, but they don't get the same exposure. So on the sports side, just building that massive platform for my people here. And then hopefully someday to be able to represent all of the underrepresented athletes and on the production side, um, just becoming that go-to man for that family feel, you know, naturalistic, uh, just, just telling compelling stories. You know, I want people to know that when they come with me, they can be completely comfortable. Uh, you can be yourself. Shout out to my guy, JB, be yourself the brand, <laughs> you know, and, and you can just have a good time. I'm not, uh, I know a lot with a lot of creatives, there's that stigma sometimes, you know, we can be bossy, we can be uh, a little hardcore when directing, but, you know, because I started with kids um, in sports, I'm very patient. I'm used to taking 30 minutes to film a, a five minute speech, you know, and so I want people to know that they can come and, and be comfortable with my company and Obviously, that's harder to do on a larger scale when you grow it, but that's going to be my goal. Absolutely. Um. So, man, that that's 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 um really pretty much all I had. Um. Honestly. Um. You know, like I told y'all, man, Street. Um. You know, when I introduced him, you know, he provided your boy with his first job. That like that literally was my very first job, uh, flipping burger. And you know, ever since that day, you know, like you said, we was competing. We wanted to be the best burger flippers in not just Sonic. We wanted to be the best burger flippers in the world. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally being for real, bro. Uh, uh, let like, them know we won the belt that year. We won the belt that summer. <laughs> we were the best Sonic in Charleston that summer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that just hints at, man, how you do one thing is how you do everything. 
Um, so for those of y'all like, you know, working a nine to five, man, you're going to work drowsy um, and being lazy. And you know what I'm saying? You are you in school, you being lazy. If you're doing that, you know, it's something the things that you hate doing. If you're being lazy there, you're going to be lazy everywhere else. If you got my grandma used to tell me all the time, if your house dirty, you're going to go to other people's house and their house going to be dirty, too. You're going to make their house a mess. So, man, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I had, bro. Um, I just want you to leave um, a message of the day. I want y'all to remember the name of the street, man, because I promise y'all. Um, I, I truly feel it in my blood and in my bones that um, DeAndre is going to be really, really successful. And I'm not just talking about just in his company. He's going to have a successful marriage. Um, He's going to have a successful life. Like, you know, anybody can be successful in business. Anybody can make money. But can you be, can you build a successful life? So um, I just want you to leave, man, a message of the day for the people um, to send us up out of here. Um, And, and you know, and you just just leave a you know general message, man. Anything that you got on your mind that you want to share with the people, uh, you know, you can go for it right here. Yeah, man. I really, yeah. I, I appreciate you bringing me on, man. Before I leave my message, I gotta say one more time, y'all. Please go show some support. Small business just starting out. Uh, we're working on scaling now. Follow us on Instagram at Street Clips Productions LLC. That's S T R E A T Clips. Productions LLC. Same thing on Facebook. Same thing on YouTube. Um, the message that I want to leave y'all with, uh, it's actually a quote that I heard from Will Smith, and I kind of I live by it now. He said, fail early, fail often, fail forward. And, you know, don't have a negative relationship with failure. That's why a lot of people never succeed, because they're scared to fail. Um, that's That's one of the best ways to learn. I fail a whole lot but I don't make the same mistake twice. Mm. And so, you know, fail. Don't be afraid. Jump in head first. Failing and learning what not to do will get you there a whole lot faster than studying and researching for three, four years. Just go for it. Whatever you're thinking about right now, I want you, don't even finish listening to me talk. (laughs) Hang up, hang up and go do it right now. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. Yeah, man, that's all. You know, like I said, that's pretty much all I have for you. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you for, um, you know, just taking the time, man. It's a true honor um, and true blessing to be able to, um, you know, bring you on this podcast and, you know, share your message and share your gift, man. So that's it for um, everything that we have. And um, I'll see y'all next week.